the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 fantastic Friday. It's Gatos and Chad Show. Chad is out today. Look at who's sitting to the right of me. Oh, Bruce St. James. You know, oh, it is awesome. You know who's there. happy today? Me. My wife. Oh. <laughs> my, my wife loves Chad. She goes, but if you're going to bring Bruce in, just make sure you tell me. So my wife is very happy. She is out. fantastic. Fantastic. We have a lot of stuff going on today. Talk about the cop shooting in a second. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've also been discussing for uh, way too many years, wrong way driving. We had one this morning. Um, this is different. How about getting in your car and getting on a highway and going the wrong way on purpose? On purpose? Yeah. On purpose. Uh So you know as well as I do that these people who get behind the wheel and want to drink and want to do drugs and want to drive home or drive from point A to point B. They're doing it by accident usually. Yeah, yeah. They're confused. They're they're the dumbest people in the world for getting behind the wheel. Uh, And so they don't think they're getting on the highway the wrong way. This one today, got on the highway the wrong way. Uh, Wanted to die. This was this was an attempt, a suicide attempt. This was a suicide attempt by driving the wrong way. Here's what I don't understand about this on the 101. I, 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 I listen. Yeah. I hope you get help if you're if you're if you're at the point where you feel you you, you want to take your own life. There are places that can help you. There are people that care about you. Okay, right. right. Why do you want to take an innocent person with you? Because you're too gutless to do it yourself. Yeah, but she was. The, 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 Police, she was driving the wrong way. She hit another, she an innocent guy who was just driving down the road. Yeah, so she plowed into a guy, and he's got some injuries. Uh, he suffered some serious injuries. So this woman intentionally went the wrong way, Loop 101 in Tempe, and, you know, she had a suicide note in her car. <sighs> yeah. This is the best way. Like, I'm with you, Bruce. Of course. I would love to get everybody help. I'd love everybody to reach out and get help right. if they feel suicidal, if they feel like there's no way out. Of course. You know, there's a lot of... All you have to do is a Google search if you want the help. Right. She got to the point where it was so dark in her life that she wanted to die. Okay. You're going to take somebody else with you. An, an innocent person. Yeah. The, the person driving down down right. down the road has that, nothing to do with I this. just think it makes you a horrible person. Like, I feel for people who get in such a dark place that they have to take their life. You and I have known people who have taken their own life. It's horrible. It's horrible. But there's no way that the people that that I knew that committed suicide would have taken somebody else with you. Wanted to harm somebody along the way. Yeah. So this is like a guy who holds a gun and then wants the cops to shoot him. Suicide by cop. Yeah, but... A little bit, right? As long as they have no intention of shooting a cop. Yeah. You, see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, 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 I just... I, I, what, I can't fathom it. I don't get it. Does this woman, does she want to just go and kill... See, this is the other thing that I think of. This is not suicide. Homicide. If you're trying to kill somebody else and you want to die in the... Then you're uh, trying to murder somebody. You're trying to kill somebody. Right. And then I would just say, go and kill yourself. I know how awful that sounds. Stay in your house. Don't get in your car. Don't drive the wrong way and plow into a man because you want to die. There are a lot of different ways to do it. Jump off a building. I know how horrible it sounds. Don't get in a car and plow into my family. 
sadly, this happens. You yeah. hear about people driving the wrong way into traffic or crossing the, the double yellow line, right, and running into a semi-truck on or something. Purpose? On purpose. See, I have heard of it, and it has happened here. I've covered a couple of these stories yeah. in the last 25 years. And, I mean, I remember there was even video. This must have been 15 years ago. Okay. I should have looked it up before I got on the air. But I, it was a it was a, a one-way highway. Yeah. You're either going, you know, one one's going north. Two, another two going laner. Through. One, yeah, one two in lane. each direction. And this person definitely pulled right into and they were going about 50 miles an hour right at each other and it was so that closing speeds everybody died yeah everybody oh, died God. and they found out later that this person did want to die and so they they pulled their car right into the other person right and i'm just thinking okay I know you need help, but that's about as evil a thing as I could ever think well, of someone a, doing. There's a selfishness, and it's manifested when you do that. I would argue it's relatively selfish to try to take your own life. Yeah. Um, and again, there are people that care about you. There are people that don't want that to happen. Innocent people don't need to be a part of that equation oh. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So uh, this woman... The wrong way. Mm. She's in her thirties. She only suffered minor injuries. How's that always? But this guy who she plowed into suffered serious injuries. Will never be the same. Um, Think about it. Yeah. If you were on the receiving end of that, yeah. Three fifty in the morning. Three fifty in the morning, around four oh five, somewhere around there. Always happens this time of night or morning, we should say. But this one's different. Can I give you a quick tip again? Yeah. Uh, and and I, I got it from writing. I did ride along with DPS. Got a lot of friends that are cops. At night, Kato, you know this. Mm-hmm. Never drive in the carpool lane. At, At night, night, never drive in the carpool lane. Never go in the far left because they think it's the right lane. If and they're going slow. Is that are, it? They are exactly. They're wow. staying to the right, which is the median of the of the carpool lane. Yeah. That's where you're going to encounter wrong way drivers in the carpool lane. Just wow. a, a safety tip. So and it, most cops I know do not drive in the carpool lane. So if you're in the middle, if it if it's at night or mm-hmm. don't drive in the carpool, don't lane drive in the far left. They, they think it is their right. They lane. think they're in the right lane. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, how about this story? We got a violent attack on a Phoenix cop. So, it is a violent morning, man, I'll tell you. So, this one uh, police officer taken to the hospital, it sounded to me like it was an ambush. But I got to tell you, I don't understand everything about this story. So, you got this guy who crashed into a residence, and then he hops out, and he starts shooting. And then the cop comes, and then he shoots the cop. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, we people shouldn't. I don't know if we should allow people to drive anymore. So, so, oh my and, gosh. And, and I don't mean to correct you on this, but this is why it sounds ambushy uh-huh. uh, to me. They said when the, when the officer arrives on the scene for this car accident, a, a car into a house, they said that the the driver uh-huh. was inside his vehicle, so he waiting, cra- crashed into the house and waited. When the cop showed up, he jumped out with a rifle and began shooting immediately. Uh, that doesn't make any sense either. Well, you crash your car into a house, you wait for the cop to show up, and you start shooting. Yeah, and this this guy's on the loose. They have not found him. If you see the helicopters in the air and you see the cops in the area, they're looking. They're looking right now. So uh, the Police Law Enforcement Association plea uh, said the injured officer that was shot uh, after responding. um, Yeah, you said the suspect jumped out. So here's what I got, because I think we have uh, Taylor uh, Tassler down there. Um, 
it seems that this happened on Seventh Seventh and Southern Ave. Okay, it is, and the cop she has life, non life threatening injuries. Well, there's good news. That's the good news. But yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird ambush. It's At like, ten in the morning. Yeah, I don't on get a Friday it. in Phoenix. But why are you plowing to somebody else's home? And then jump out when the cop shows up with a rifle. So are we are we trying to extrapolate from this story that they drove into the home on purpose, knowing that the cops were coming, and then they jumped out and wanted to shoot a police officer? I, I don't understand why plausible. you would crash into a house. I'm right. And your thought process well, is how can I get let's, a cop? Let's go ahead and get into a shootout with the police. How can I get a police officer as fast as I possibly can? I'll drive into a house. I mean, we don't know. I, I don't know. Right. No, I'm just trying to think crazy. None of this stuff makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. We got one woman who's driving the wrong way on a highway on purpose because she wants to end her life, but she ends up almost killing somebody else. The innocent guy. And now we've got a police officer that was shot. Some some person crashes into a home. Waits for the cops. You know, I just crashed in this house. I'm not going to get out of my car. Uh, maybe I'll ring the doorbell and apologize. No, no, no. I'm going to wait for the police to come. And when they do, I'm going to shoot them. I'm not leaving my house. It's not a bad idea. It's crazy. That is a crazy, crazy, crazy day of stuff. All right, so we've got a lot more on the police officer. Becky Lynn will be here all day with uh, our fantastic uh, news team. Uh, And uh, don't move. All right, Uh, have you subscribed to the Gatos and Chad Show podcast? Uh, Go ahead and do it. It's brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Go to carolsthebuyers.com. Carol has the buyers.com. All right, up next, talk a little border. Uh, why aren't the feds and local law enforcement working together to fight the cartels in Arizona? We're going to have someone join us that is standing on the border as we speak. It's coming up next. Bruce is in for Chad uh, on the Gatos and uh, Chad show. Okay. It's the Gatos and Chad show. All right. Thanks for checking us out. We're here till six. And then at six, Becky Lynn has Arizona's evening news. So we've talked a lot about the border. Uh, and there's something cooking on the border. Somebody who'd like to go to and chat about the border is Allie Bradley, network correspondent for News Nation. Allie was on the phone with us from downtown Phoenix at the encampment earlier this week doing a story. But today she's on the border. Allie, how are you today? Nice to have you back. Hey, nice to be back. I'm doing well down here in beautiful Cochise County. All right. You're in Cochise County. And from what I understand, uh, there's a little bit of controversy. We've got a sheriff down there that's made this new big command center. uh, And maybe the feds aren't loving that. What's the deal? Yeah, so it's really interesting because Sheriff Mark Daniels here in Cochise County has been very vocal. Since I've been working down along the southern border, he has been calling on the federal government to do something, to join partnerships with them, to join forces, and to be able to combat what they're dealing with. Because right now, what they're dealing with is they're seeing 1,500 smugglers a month come into their county to smuggle humans north back up to Phoenix. They're seeing 2 to 10 high-speed pursuit chases every single day in this county. So the sheriff is fed up. He wanted a border wall. So Governor Ducey put up shipping containers, but then you know that they removed those. So now there's no barrier out here. 
so they really feel abandoned out here. And so the sheriff gave us kind of a first look of what they're doing. And what they're doing right now is creating what they're calling a border operations center. And for the first time ever, they're going to put local, which is the local police forces around here, state, which, of course, is Cochise County and different county entities. And then they're going to bring in the federal partnerships, which include Border Patrol and HSI, which is Homeland Security Investigations. And so they're doing this in order to try to get a grip on this, because they say that the only way through this is together. And while they have been what the sheriff says abandoned by the federal government right now, they are working streamlined to share their communications with Border Patrol so that they're on the same page. This county is huge. It's 6,300 square miles, I believe. And they only have 99 deputies. So they have a ton of coverage area and they need help. They need everybody to be on the same page. They need egos to be put aside and they need everybody to do their job to keep the community safe right now. She's Allie Bradley, network correspondent for News Nation. And and Allie, I guess my question would be, historically, looking back, uh, because we've had border issues since time uh, began, apparently, have the feds and locals ever gotten along? Is this driven by politics or is this ego driven and it has always been this way? It's probably a combination of all things. I mean, it just depends on who's in office, right? It always is a political charge. But then when you look at what's happening here on the ground, I think everybody agrees that it shouldn't matter. None of those factors should matter. What should matter is the safety of the people living in these communities. And we shouldn't dismiss it as Americans just saying, well, they live in border communities. This is what they signed up for because decades long, you know, immigration has been an issue, but not to this extent, you guys, not to this magnitude, two to 10 high high speed pursuits a day. They can't control it. They're saying that this is exploding and they cannot get a hold of it. And they have to get their arms around this and to do it. It's together. So, yeah, they haven't really worked well together in the past. So we'll see how this works out in the future. Hey, Allie, you are on the border all the time because I follow you on Twitter and you've got pictures. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you are right there. Like, how do you like from what I one thing that I was reading, border encounters with unaccompanied uh, children are ticking upwards. Mm -hmm. But you have seen Mm -hmm. some awful, crazy things on the border. What is one of those incidents that will stick in your mind and it'll make that person, maybe not necessarily in Arizona because we know what's going on, but back east say, yeah, they should do something about this problem. Is there one situation? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I could I could pick parts of a part when I was walking with the caravan down in Tapachula and people were going into the ground in holes in the ground to, to lift water up, right? That's a third world country. We don't experience that. But what we do experience here is the level of human and drug smuggling. And I've sat there and watched on the banks of the river in Yuma and watched smugglers fist bump these migrants that are coming over here, entering the country illegally, taking payment from them, taking money from them. That was really shocking for me to see them handing over babies over yes. over the wall smugglers handing children over these things you don't ever forget but i would say the most shocking thing i've experienced along the southern border is when i was in brooks county and they allowed me to go into their mobile morgue that they had to set up where they had 28 unidentified bodies stacked up inside a basically a refrigerated unit where these people would never be identified where their family will never know what happened to them and that is the harsh reality of what's happening here at this border and the harsh reality that a lot of people are dismissing every day because deaths are happening along the border every day and these are real people these are people's family members and this is a tragedy all right Allie, thank you for joining us uh, from cochise county telling us what's going on there with this border operations center and uh keep up the good work appreciate your time 
Thank you, guys. Take care. Okay. Uh, Allie Bradley, network correspondent for News Nation. If you want to know what's really going on the border, she knows because she is there. So I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be provocative to be provocative. Be provocative. Yeah. Like, I, I believe I like what I believe. Yeah. I hear a lot about drugs coming across the border. Fentanyl. Car, right now, it's fentanyl. It used to be meth. It used to be marijuana. It, it changes, right? Right. The cartels are there to serve a need. The need is the desire of American drug consumers. Right. I only hear about the cartels bringing drugs in. I don't think they're bringing them in to flush them down the toilet. People are using the drugs. How come we don't talk about the 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 demand side? Hmm. If there wasn't a demand yeah. for these drugs, well, they got to go into another line of business. Yeah. The one thing that I would say is, though, you're right, but some of some of this fentanyl is it's laced in all this other stuff. Right, they're using it to make it right. more potent. So it, it's, like, it's like a, you can hop it up. Or you like my point would be, you have a kid in high school that is feeling some anxiety, and somebody's got a, a, a pill that's a Xanax, mm-hmm. but it's not a it's a Xanax, but it's laced with fentanyl, and they take that pill and they're dead. That's the stuff that's coming over the screen mixed with everything. I, I, in no way am I condoning the, the use of, of you know, I'm a teetotaler, for goodness sakes. Huh. You know, t- extra strength Tylenol is the toughest thing I've ever taken <laughs> right, in my life. Right, right, right. You know, I'm the wimp around here. I just, I, I go, somebody's using all the drugs that they're smuggling in. Somebody's Someone using is. Them. Yeah, but if they're unknowingly using fentanyl, then you're in trouble. But if How you're do you taking illegal that? drugs, you're taking a risk every time. Knowingly. All right, coming up next. Uh, some parents think Michelangelo's statue of uh, David should be considered pornography. You know, there some people say you throw a leaf down there at least, right? Underpants? Underpants? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so are these folks nuts? Okay, I didn't mean to say that. Oh, but you know on. what I mean. We're going to talk about it next. The Gators and Chad Show. Afternoons. Well, I'm hanging out with my buddy Bruce St. James today. Uh, Chad's got the day off. He'll be back on Monday. So, um... Is he on the Valley of the Dirt People? Do we know that for sure? He is. Uh, at the, uh, he is. He's out there. Valley yeah. of the Dirt People. Yeah. And uh, he loves the dirt, man. He just <laughs> he's does. a big fan of the dirt. Hey, you want to talk about something dirty, apparently? Oh, God. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Uh, Renaissance art class uh, in Florida for students uh, aged 11 to 12 apparently saw a bunch of pornography. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was an art class. Art. Yeah. And when you, when, you know, there's uh, that uh, statue of David. Uh, he's naked. And he ain't wearing any drawers. I know that. Now, because I actually saw it a couple of years ago out in uh, in Florence. So you uh, saw the, the, the real saw the real statue. thing. Yeah. In all of his glory. In all of, I'm looking at it right now. Dude's naked. Naked as a jaybird. Okay. Okay. So if you are in Florida and this is an art class. Yeah, they were, uh, doing, they were learning about Renaissance yeah. masterpieces. It's one of the greatest masterpieces of all time. The sad, and, yeah, and parent, Michelangelo's David. Yes, parents lost their ever loving mind. They lost. They don't. I guess they don't know what a penis is because that's all. What's all can we're we looking at? That? Sorry, I don't Steve, know. Can you but let's that? be honest. Just, sorry, no. but you just be Listen, That's all it is. <laughs> I mean, well, well see, that's now a, you're going to have people saying you're saying dirty words on that, the air. Is that how prude we all are? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how prude we I, all are. I think so. Yeah, you know, half of you listening right now, you have one of those. And if you don't, then you're a woman, and then we'll just move on. What is the difference? It's a piece of art. Okay, look at I'm looking at it. I see it. Okay, a guy lost his job over this. Yeah, the principal lost 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 their job. So let me get this straight. It's an art class. 
and you're supposed to be studying the greatest sculptures on the planet. Painting, sculptures, etc. Yes. Some of them are going to have nudity in them. This one has nudity. We only started putting clothes, apparently, on art in like, I don't know, 1600. You're 11 and 12 (laughs) years old, right? The kids in class. Half of them have what this guy has. They know what it is. Yeah, but the other half hasn't seen it yet. Well, the other half at least knows what it is. Well, we hope so. Are we really have to have health (laughs) class and art class combined Uh, just do them at the same time? Do we really have a problem with this? Because let me just say this, too. Okay, for those of you in this class, for the parents who who are horrified that their kids saw a statue. Okay, so if you were to ever take your child to Florence, Mm -hmm. well, you couldn't go in that building and look at this thing. You couldn't go in most art museums. No, you're not going anywhere. These things are all over the place. <laughs> They're naked. They're big, yes. And there's naked women, too. Yes. Women show their... their that's in the art, I think it's naked. <laughs> I think Just, it's naked. I think you think it's They are but naked. Just saying. But you're true. It's true. Some of the art, the women, I mean, you see the the, the breasts. Oh Can we say that, God. too? Is no, that Sorry, awful? Steve. Bleep that also. Oh, I'm you? so sorry. sorry it's, a, it's a part of a body. So, if you were... So, the parents... It's they, ridiculous. They forced the principal to resign. They can Claimed that the Michelangelo statue of David is pornographic yes. and should not be shown to their kids uh, during an, a Renaissance art class. How do you not show the statue of David? I, you, I don't know how you. How do you ignore? How do you ignore that? And there's other major works of art that you would have to ignore because they show a little skin. Yeah, let's say that some of these parents are Christian. Well, make sure your kid doesn't ever look at that Bible. That's all I got to say. Isn't that right, Becky? And there's That's right. Some, there's you read some, that, you're going to learn a whole lot more than they probably wanted you to. There's yeah. some smut in that Bible, uh, right? some yeah. smut in there. Okay. Steve, bleep that also. <laughs> I just, I mean, some parents have just gone absolutely insane. Yeah. We can only, what are you left to teach? I don't know. I, not like it was brought up in math class. So I did see. We're going to count to one. I did see where there was supposed to have been a note go home first. I'm sure. And then it didn't go home. They didn't ask for permission to show them permission. See, and I hear the other side of it that a note did go home. Really? Yes. Oh, but what are we trying to protect these kids from? And I mean that in all seriousness. What What are you protecting them from? Uh, The human body? Yes. Yeah. Okay. When we had health the private class, parts, yeah, you're not you know, ready for them to see the private in parts. the sixth grade. Really? Apparently not. Have you met a sixth grader lately? <laughs> it's not like they went to a website that was sketchy and looked at real people. Right, and, right, right. Like you know what I mean? Like do, like doing something lewd, I and mean, then that's that's pornographic. That would never happen. It's a, it's just a statue, and he's just standing a statue. there. It's a, it's a masterpiece. You can talk about who David was, why they built the statue, where it is. You could do you, you study on Florence. The Italians goodness. are looking at this, going, "You people have lost your ever lost mind. your mind." Floridians have lost their mind. All we have is naked statues all over Italy. You, people are watching movies. We're excited about them. Don't take your kid to an R-rated movie because you oh, never know what could let loose. You can, you can, you can, Something could happen. Just Just Something see. could pop out of a shirt. A breast could pop out of a shirt. It's the end of this. The end of the kid. Steve, bleep that part again. Also, I just find Sorry, it Steve. just ridiculous. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I just, you know, it is ridiculous. I mean, There's it's just ways around it. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, listen, you've had these instances before where, like, you know, a. a, a R-rated or NC-17 or X-rated movie or something. Okay, you've got an argument. You've got an argument. Yeah. We are talking about universally regarded mm. classic greatest works of art. Right. 
I mean, you could widely the, considered by this by, the greatest sculpture in the world by this standard. Mm-hmm. They couldn't look at the Sistine Chapel. You're absolutely right. Couldn't look at it. No way. This by this these parents say if Michelangelo is pornographic, so is the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, and so is the Bible. We can just go on from there. Ugh. All right. All right. Here's a nice transition. That's Anybody right. like Al McCoy? I oh, love Al McCoy. Al McCoy. Al McCoy. He's announced his retirement. And uh, we want uh, you to text Al to 620-620. Submit a video. Uh, give Al a thank you message. And if it's not horrific, <laughs> we will actually play it on the air. So okay. text Al to 620-620. Uh, uh, I want to hear some impersonations. That'd yeah, be good. That'd be good, right? Yeah, do some, some Shazams in there. It's in the icebox. It's in yeah. the deep freeze. All that kind of stuff. Oh. It's fantastic. All right, coming up next. Uh, the uh, Trump case in New York. This thing is totally bogus. Yeah. Uh, we'll tell you why. Coming up next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right. We've been watching and we've been waiting. Is the uh, former president of the United States going to be dragged out in cuffs? <laughs> Which, you know, I've said it before. Listen, I wasn't a never-Trumper when he was running in the, fir- the first time around. I was. I, I, okay. Very fair. <laughs> uh, I was willing to give the guy a, a, a shot. Uh, and I told everybody he was going to win. And everybody thought I was crazy. And he did win. Uh, I don't want that guy anywhere near the White House now. Uh, after what I've seen, did he do a few good things in office? Of course. But after what I've seen, we don't need to relitigate everything. I don't want him anywhere near the White House. And to be frank, I don't want Biden anywhere near the White House after his tenure's over. But the Trump case in New York is bogus, Bruce. Uh, is it just a super weak case? So maybe it might surprise coming from me. Okay, because you don't like Trump. Not at all. Not at all. I find no redeeming qualities. Okay, okay. <laughs> right. None whatsoever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think the, the, the Manhattan, New York case is absolutely, completely made up. Isn't it crazy? It is, a, it is such and a... I think, here, let me put it this way. I think it's unprovable. Um, there's some facts we have to establish. Mm-hmm. It's not against the law to pay hush money. Yeah. Right? Right. Because I hear people say all the time, well, Bill Clinton paid hush money. No, no, it's not against the law to play, pay hush money. You can pay hush money. And that's what he did. Right. And that's not an issue. No. They're literally trying to go after him for hmm. how it was accounted for inside the Trump organization. Which column on the Excel spreadsheet <laughs> they put the 130 grand in? How does he know? Does anybody believe <laughs> that Donald Trump knows how the accounting system works no. at the Trump organization? No. I mean, uh, you're going to have to prove in court, he said, I'll put it right here no. and hide it over here and make it. No! Yeah. I, don't, I just don't believe that he has any knowledge or cares about it. Yeah, it's amazing. Here's the other thing that, that goes to show in this. So then they're going to say it was an illegal campaign contribution, which right off the bat, he was self-funding some of his own campaign. So he was giving his campaign money. Okay. So they're going to have to prove that that 130 grand was part of however else much he gave to his own campaign and was separated and separate from that other monies. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it is an unprovable case. And the reason that the DA is doing it is is political. Well, put it this way. The feds feds had this case two years ago when they sentenced Michael Cohen. Yeah, because that guy's in jail. He's out now, but he was in jail for 18 months or whatever. They had the case and chose not to go after Trump 
not only because he was a sitting president, but because the, the former uh, prosecutor at S- the Southern District of New York said, I, I, don't, I don't think I can get a conviction in any court in the land. No. They go across the street to the Manhattan DA, and he's like, oh, hey, I'll try this. Mm-hmm. And you got to believe it's for reasons other than, gee, I'm trying to pursue justice. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's a witch hunt, and Trump used that word before, and in this, in this case, it's right. Now, I would tell you this. Mm-hmm. I think it is, I'm going to use an analogy. Okay. This is like, th- this case in New York, going out for campaign finance and accounting, for lack of better terms. It's like having a bank robber shoot a teller. Bank robber shoots a teller. Takes a hostage. Okay. Hijacks a car outside the bank. Yeah. Leads police on a three-hour chase. Yeah. Ends in a shootout. Okay. And they charge him with running the stop sign outside the bank. That's the only thing. I'm like, come on, guys. Really? <laughs> That's the only thing they We're charge We're going to go with the stop sign. We're going to go. You didn't come to a complete stop outside the bank. Great analogy. This is this is what you think is the... Come on. He's... he's. There's a rape trial for Trump. There's the Georgia election. Georgia and, one's a strong case. It's a very strong case. The Mar-a-Lago one's a strong case. Okay. That's the stuff that I look at. Well, those I ones say, are... Yeah. Those ones are real crimes, and they are serious crimes. I, this one is neither. I, I think what we should do is just let them off the hook on everything and just say, you're not allowed to go on TV, radio, internet, and anything else. <laughs> he, would, just, he would take his chances in court. He would rather be in the news of for course. bad reasons yeah. than be ignored. Well, he's the one that put out he was going to be dragged away in handcuffs. He made that up. That was never going never to happen. happen. Yeah. Of course, and now you see the fake pictures that of uh, of artificial stuff, intelligence, and yeah. So if you crazy is that? If you want to look on the internet or or social media, the Twitter machine, yeah, you can find a picture of Trump being dragged out in handcuffs. It's not true. It's all fake, but it looks it It, looks real, right? I guarantee you. There's some people out there that believe it. Of course, there's no doubt about it because I see the picture. Yeah, but it's a deep fake. Okay. All right, glad we got to the bottom of that. Case. All right, uh, subscribe to the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. Uh, do it right now. It's brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Uh, go to carolsthebuyers.com. Carolhasthebuyers.com. All right, up next, could two Arizona legislators actually fix the homelessness problem in downtown Phoenix? Stick around. Bruce is in for Chad.